Good morning and welcome to the Summit Realty Group Podcast. I'm Nick Williams here with Blake Schreckheis and we got some very special guests today. We have the uh, current top runners, the famous West Coast team of MasterChef here in the studio today. Uh, instead of embarrassing myself, I'm going to turn it over and let everybody introduce themselves. Hey guys. Hi, I am Alaska Lizzie and I am on the show MasterChef Season 13, United Taste of America. And I am here with two of my fellow contestants. <laughs> Madam Donut, would you introduce yourself? Of course. Aloha, everybody. I'm Madame Donut. I live in Maui, Hawaii. And I'm here to, well, first of all, just want to get together with my good friends here, but also we're here for, well, let me talk. Can we'll I get to that. We'll, we'll get, get to that. that. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just excited to be here. Fairbanks to me so far is just like a colder version of Maui. I really think that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 And I'm James Barfield. I'm from Portland, Oregon. And yeah, I'm here to help support my family. You know, technically the west side is the best side. And so I came out to support. I agree with that now. Eight years ago, we would have a little argument. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, let's cut to the chase. Why are we here? What are we doing? So, Madam Donut, you got something pretty big going on right now. And it's MasterChef related, but it's not. It's it's a little bit more serious than that, in my opinion. And I think it's a great call. So let's talk about that for a few minutes. Yeah, thank you so much. Um, Well, it's interesting because uh, Lizzie and I were talking about doing a collaboration. Obviously, you all know we met through MasterChef. So she was going to come visit uh, and we were going to do something in Maui and then last week I called her I was like I it's probably not the right time to come to Maui right now mm-hmm. um so what about I come to Fairbanks and she's like oh my gosh it would be great timing James is coming and I was like well I can't miss this opportunity right so it's it's like supposed to be a fun thing when we first started talking about it but by last week obviously we had really bad news mm-hmm. and we let me interrupt this, real quick yes. so yeah just because this is timeless and people can hear this 10 years from now mm-hmm. the maui crisis the, the fire just happened right yes. so lahaina had a devastating fire lives are upside down people are still missing yeah. i mean this is beyond natural disaster beyond conspiracy this is now just like a crisis yes so we're here to Bring light to that. Bring, bring yeah, support we, to I, that. And I came here to bring awareness because this happened three weeks ago <laughs> at this point, and media is now leaving Maui, right? Mm-hmm. And, and and that's just the nature. Three of weeks media, ago, right? like it just happened, mm-hmm. and all right, we're over. What's next? Next news cycle, right? Well, mm-hmm. now we have to rebuild, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And this is gonna take a very long time. You know, we the first week or so we were in shock. We were just trying to. <sighs> to basically live and survive and, and look for people, mm-hmm. you know, still a few people are missing. Last number I heard was three, is it, how many is it now? So well, last number was 3,000, but then that yeah, number the came down. Yeah, the numbers keep changing. I think it's about 800 okay. right now that are, have not been What's the yet. What's the population of Maui? Just, I mean, oh, God, I'm sorry, I'm not sure. Come on. There's a problem in here. Depending on the time of the year. We are not the U.S. Census Bureau. <laughs> yeah. We are not fact-checking you. And you know, to be honest with you, I... Maui feels different at different times of the year, so yeah. I can stop. You got so worrying. much tourism there. Yeah. That, like right. it, it could be a population of fifty thousand, but it feels like four million. Exactly. You know? Yeah. you know, we have like three million people coming in every month. Well, except this month, wow. obviously, yeah. and it feels yeah. so empty, and you could really tell the difference. Yeah. But um, so the fire happened three weeks ago. We were in shock. We were just all about trying to clean up, find people, feed mm-hmm. people. Now we're kind of in a hum moment where, like, okay. What are we doing next? Because the shelters are closed. People have been housed in different hotels and B and Bs, just so they're at mm-hmm. least, you know, in in a. We, they they're under a roof somewhere. Right. Yeah. Um, but now we're talking about rebuilding, and it's really interesting. And we can talk more about it because it's well, very layered. There's layers what the locals are talking about rebuilding, and there's what the government plans exactly. on doing for rebuilding. Yeah, so. That's that's where the whole conspiracy comes in. So, mm. um, how is the the the, the, the vibe is the only word I can think of right now. But is it is it people being happy that they're finding their loved ones? Is it anger? Is it is it sadness and depression? What when you're walking through Maui, like how is it compared to how it was a month ago? Like Definitely. obviously a month ago, island island passion, right? Everything's yes. fun and light yeah. and. No, definitely a whole lot of sadness. Probably some people are angry because yes. you know you, we're at a vulnerable moment. 
and we feel that there are people basically trying to come and already offering to buy people's homes and and you know you're in like i said two weeks ago three weeks ago you're just in this shock all of it's not even over a week and they're being offered to buy their homes that's ridiculous and it's disrespectful it's disrespectful and that's that's like just the key here is like we're taking the human element out of it and we're prioritizing property yeah yeah and that's why the conspiracies kind of come up and i personally don't want to overthink that we're not stoking the fire we're not that to the yeah nobody would be no matter how much you want money i don't i, 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 really I don't imagine believe that people wouldn't harm other people for on purpose land. yeah um not for I, I mean i imagine they wouldn't it's just that the opportunity is there and then you have these vultures kind of like well that's prime land right yeah. but right now I think the voice, the vibe, like you're saying, the people in Maui really don't want that to happen. The people mm-hmm. in Maui will stand together Good. to keep ch- making Lahaina just another uh, big Honolulu, you know, Moikiki, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. So a lot of us are talking about perhaps bringing back the water. So water is a huge issue in Maui right now. It's privatized. So about 25% is government um, controlled, but more than 75% is private owned, hmm. and most of that is diverted to water the golf courses, the, the hotels, resorts with the, the resorts, right? Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, we cannot really go back to how Lahaina was hundreds of years ago, but the truth is, there is natural water. In fact, right behind that is one of the wettest places on earth. Right, the, the national park that's right there. Right? Yeah. Is it national or state park? Yeah, it is yeah, national state reserve, park. Yeah. Reserve, yeah. right? Um, so the fact that we have some of the wettest places on earth and we have issues getting water to the people, yeah. that's a huge, huge problem that we, we've been talking about, but this has definitely brought it back up even more and on the surface. Mm-hmm. So ideally, of course, people from Maui would like that re-diverted back to the land mm-hmm. because it's dried up the rest of the land that is not resort mm-hmm. or golf courses. And last time I was at Maui, now I was just jumping over to Honolulu, um, but when we landed in Maui, it was very yellow, like mm-hmm. very dried up, just around the airport. Yeah. And when you fly over it, uh, I mean, last time I was there before that was about six years ago, I felt a little bit greener and yeah. of course six years passed. But yeah. is that been an ongoing issue, an ongoing problem? Uh. And, and would you say that's, a uh, five-year problem, 10-year problem, or 30-year problem? Oh, God, 30. Beginning of time. A long time. Since like, tourism really picked since up. Since tourism picked up, yeah. right? Mm. And also, I think it started when plantations, and mm. so we're talking about, yeah. even long, long time yeah. ago. If you look in central Maui, now the, the sugar plantation's gone, right? Mm. But that's... I mean, how old were the sugar plantations? We're talking I think generations. Dole, the Dole yes. Corporation started in like 1830. I mean, yeah, before Hawaii, before Hawaii was even part of the United States, mm-hmm. right? So they started diverting since then, mm-hmm. you know, to water the plantations. Mm-hmm. So I think the culture of diverting the water has been taught to different it's generations. It's, it's, it's culture it, now. It's yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So with that in mind, um, and I want to be like super clear that this is a devastating <clears throat> situation, so I'm not trying to like always put a positive spin on things, but do you think that this could be an opportunity in the future for a huge change? A hundred percent. Okay. Even Kanaka. I yeah. think it has to the be. The Kanaka people, the, the, the locals, you know, yeah. have been talking about that. And, you know, I mean, just like Fair, like I say, Fairbanks is like just the colder version of, mm-hmm. of Maui because of the people. It is. I mean, our people here, we have a lot of native population mm-hmm. here, yep. right? A lot of tourism, not as yes. much as Maui, right? right? And that's why, like, I really can, like, empathize because, not about the fire, but about tourism and what it does, is mm-hmm. we love tourism here because it brings a lot of money and business into yeah. our economy. Like, we are very dependent on COVID hurt us a lot mm-hmm. here in Fairbanks. I mean, Lizzie, you build a lot of your business around the bus tour and and Mm. small businesses and stuff. So we want these people to come and enjoy Fairbanks and Alaska. But at the same time, like, our hunting lands are being, you know, decimated, uh, Mm. regulation, taxation, all because of this and this money grab. Like, it's it's very similar, but Mm. it's the Arctic version of your island culture, I think. Yeah. Mm. But the community is very strong. Correct. Right. So... Alaskans always come back. Yeah, and that's what it feels like. Like this guy. (laughs) (laughs) Right, and and that's that's how we feel back home. Mm -hmm. 
yeah. is that we're, we're going to come back, and we're going to come back stronger. Like, it's crazy how fast we hooed, how, how we came together. As soon as it happened, yeah. um, I, I put a call out there for chefs and people who wanted to cook. I mean, seriously, we took over the culinary school kitchen, and hundreds of us were just cooking 10,000 meals a day. Wow. From amazing. the very first yeah. day on. Yeah. How it many was, donuts do you think? Uh, <laughs> it's so funny because everybody was telling me, they're like, you're making donuts. I was like, I like maybe right now I actually put a pause in my own business yeah uh, to wait till and see you know what's important right now yeah so I started a nonprofit uh, this was during COVID so almost three years ago to when you know again we were deeply affected by the tourism, but right. it was also another wake-up call that we were so dependent on tourism. So mm. I'm a big voice when it comes to promoting self-sustainability, food sustainability in Maui. And so I basically brought this back. I'm, t- I'm working with a few chefs, and um, you, you know, I was just talking about media. We're also talking about big organizations who came and helped, but they're also going away in a week or two, mm-hmm. right? So. The that's problem's the not going away. So yeah. So that's why now we're like, okay, if we're not going to get um, help from World Central Kitchen or other, or FEMA even, yeah. we have to take care of ourselves. So that's one of the things that we're doing right now. We're trying to get grants to continue feeding people um, and also uh, create jobs. Because if you can get grants, let's say a bunch of a chefs hire a few more people, mm-hmm. if you didn't lose your house, you probably lost your job. Mm-hmm. And even if you didn't lose your job and you have a business, you're losing your business right now if you're in Maui. Mm-hmm. Like, we not, don't there's have, not money flowing through the none. system right now. Because there's no town in Lahaina no. anymore. The entire thing and Lahaina gone. is a huge part of our tourism. Like pretty wow. much if you're a tourist, yeah. uh, probably 99.99% you'd go to Lahaina. And yeah. that's where, guys, I want everybody to remain culturally sensitive here. Uh, there's a real estate state convention in Maui this December like oh, we're all going okay. yeah and and like I haven't even thought about it. honestly I forgot we were going yeah. but I've heard locally on some of the pages like what are we gonna do about the convention are we still going and I'm like that is the last thing that matters yeah, like yeah. nobody cares about the resorts fill the resorts with all the locals that are homeless right now yes put them in there yeah, and, and they are. The, so that is yes, happening. The, like you guys are in tents and, and container homes, like we're um, seeing on the news. Yes. Like you're getting put in the resorts, the hotels, in, yeah, and B and Bs. So Good. they are placed in at least, you know, a, a, a nice a home, but they still gotta be fed. So that's one of the things that we're doing. Yeah, here. yeah. No, it's wild. I, I cannot imagine um, being having something so totally upset about your life. Like the COVID thing was really eye opening for me because I'm, I'm young. I've had, I think, <clears throat> most of us like in our thirties historically pretty easy like upbringings and then you mm-hmm. have these major things like covid and then this is like much more impactful for that community yeah. where it's like oh my god like these are I, I think it brings awareness to uh like weaknesses in whatever like there's the, in the system right. yeah like, uh, logistical chains and, and like you can get complacent like oh we don't have our own food here in maui it's okay we're taking care of like everything's good you know mm-hmm. and then you when you do have these things that's when people realize like oh shoot like you know, these things happen and we're unprepared yeah. or whatever it may be. Um, but, yeah, no, it's wild to, wild yeah. to hear. Yeah, I mean, they always tell us that uh, we have four-day supply of food. If mm-hmm. the budget stop coming, we don't have food, which I do not agree with mm-hmm. because we live on an island with the best climate to grow food all year round. We have yeah. water around us. We have an abundance of animals to hunt, mm-hmm. even crazy chickens running around. Pigs. I mean, oh, I will catch them the one of them <laughs> chickens if I have to, you know? But that is one more thing. Like you're saying, is this yeah. an opportunity? I think it is. You know, we have to think positively. In fact, that's part of the conversation right now is we, we have to pull hope out of people, yeah. right? There's anger, there's sadness, Matt, you cannot deny that. And in fact, it's important that we own those feelings, yeah. you know? And you can't bottle them up. That's how mental health yes. issues develop. And in like, fact, that is like another you, conversation. We gotta, we gotta talk, we gotta have that conversation. Yes, that's another conversation because the first week or two, we're just trying to survive, trying to like make sure everyone's fed. Okay. Now, I mean, there's already at, already at least one or two suicides that I've heard. Well, of, right, because well, so from the military experience, right, like trauma and, and a fire, mm-hmm. 
COVID and war, they all have something related, which yeah. is trauma, right? Yeah. And so right now, the first week or two, it's survival. It's fight or flight. Yes. Now that we're coming off and those organizations are leaving and the mm-hmm. and the attention's being withdrawn, now you're really going to start dealing with post-traumatic stress disorder. PTSD okay. is going to run rampant through the community. Yeah. And so I really think that the Band-Aid is like counseling therapy mm-hmm. conversations, mm-hmm. really having the, the easy talks, but the hard ones too. Yeah. And, and that's something that I think is being neglected in this situation yeah. right now. A lot of times in yeah. these situations, yeah. it's the last thing that they think of. I, I, and that's why I try to be careful when I was talking about it, because I really tend, and I think Nick and I both, we've talked about this, we are problem solvers, and we're like, all right, let's you know, mm-hmm. keep pushing forward and this and that. Flaw. Yeah. Just sitting back and listening to, okay, tell me your problem, because yeah. I hear a problem and I want to fix it. Yeah. Oh, your problem's water. Well, let's talk to these people yeah. and turn the water back. That's on. good, because yeah. a lot of people can't problem solve. Yeah, but I come off as unsympathetic a lot, right? Because I'm not listening to you. I'm here just to problem my problem. Mm-hmm. My wife gets the brunt of it, right? That's, yeah. Yeah. I was, was going to say, say you're spouse, such a guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to be Superman for everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what, you know, Sorry, when you Nick. hear problems, like the filter, uh, and I, I point out Nick, I, I obviously love Nick, but um, I think through Nick's filter, it's like, I hear a problem, they're asking me for a solution. And a lot of times, like, that may come down the road, but really right now, it's like, hey, again, I just like need somebody. To yeah, and I do the same thing. Yeah, yeah, like let's let's not forget. Like these people have lost like love. Like this is a big freaking deal. Like I can't imagine. Yeah. yeah, they're like the the things that are most important to you, which is the people around you, are all being impacted. There's not one person who doesn't have some negative effect, obviously, oh, on the island, um, and they're major. So like losing my job would suck. Losing like a Facts. kid. Yeah. Losing a wife. Like yeah. it's just you know. So to be like, well, let's figure this water situation out. Yeah. Buck up, kid. Like let's get going. Like there's right. a time for like yeah. moving and to that. Not, but, we're getting to that point, but we're not there yet. Like right now, it's still like, what is everyone's problem? Where is everybody at? Where is it? What is everybody eating? Like yeah. like these mm-hmm. these these bigger issues rather than it's not fixing it. It's still we're still in the saving yeah. aspect yes, of things. So the fixing are. will come probably a month from now. Long, this is going to be and a it's long gonna get years. Because yeah. obviously the political issues that uh, have you know are surfacing right now. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone, everyone's butting heads, even uh, for visitors, right? So the first message out there, and I, I wish it never went out, is that Maui is closed. Right, so then people don't come at all, and like I said, Lahaina is a, is a very important des- destination. However, the rest of the island's dying. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's mm-hmm. like. And, and so, just so everybody knows geographically, right? So Maui is an island. It's not one of the largest islands. It's correct. not one of the smallest islands. It's yeah. a pretty medium sized. Technically, island. you can drive around the perimeter of the island in one day. I mm-hmm. mean, you know, you'd be tired. Right. The airport is in <laughs> the biggest. northeastern corner of the island. Lahaina. La, is that where the airport's at? Oh, oh, no, oh no, sorry, the airport. The airport. Yeah, the airport. It's, so it's when you come more in, central. You're going to be right on the northern corner of yeah. the island, right? Yes. Um, most of the resorts and hotels are sprinkled throughout the entire island, mm-hmm. but it's really the west coast is where a lot of this is. And Lahaina yes, is the mm-hmm. northwestern corner right next to the nature preserve. So what makes this city so unique and, and popular is like you do get a little bit of that tourism. Mm-hmm. You get a lot of that nature, yeah. but a lot of the, the, the indigenous culture there. And yes. so it is a cultural center. It's it not the biggest city on Maui. No, it's not the most developed or popular city in Maui but and, and this is from an outsider mm-hmm. but I do see it as like the cultural center of the island absolutely Lahaina it was the capital of Hawaii yeah Hawaii hmm. we're talking a whole state when when King Kamehameha united the islands that was the center of that's where the throne was. Mm-hmm. yes hmm. I mean now it's Wailuku which is the small town where I live in but uh, the I guess I want to say the political center um, but Lahaina has layers and layers of history so when you're when we say buildings are are burnt banyan tree was you know burnt history was burnt. history yeah. was burnt yeah. generations of families like their history so to, to put this in gone. perspective this is like the uh, the Acropolis in Greece being burnt down yeah. by the Turks mm-hmm. like this is uh, for your culture a major yes. spot. Yes. It's not it's not like oh Uncle Bob's farm burnt down yes. or like here we have fires every day right oh the China Hospice Haystack Mountain no offense to you guys out there Haystack <laughs> Haystack Mountain's burning down like, but no it's it's different right yes. like it, yeah. it truly is different yeah. Haystack is a great community and my heart mm-hmm. goes out to those people too um, but the damage the, the the infrastructure is here like the support is here. 
they didn't have firefighters from Wisconsin, Montana, and all these other places out there like we have here every single summer. Yeah. Mm -hmm. In fact, that was one of the questions that came up. It's like, how come we didn't get any emergency help at all? And uh, this is going to show my ignorance a lot. Are fires, like, pretty common in Hawaii, like, in general, on the island? Uh, yeah, we have a lot of brush fires that happen. You know, okay. in fact, we had the last and a lot of more controlled, too, though. It's like, controlled. there's a lot of controlled burns. Like, it's, it's never been this huge. Yeah. And, right. I mean, the unique thing about what happened recently is that we had a storm, right? Well, dry storm. It was super windy. So they first had fire up country. And it was so windy that the um, the firefighters couldn't get their helicopters up mm-hmm. to drop water. Yeah. And so when the Haina, it, when the fire in the Haina happened, it happened so quick. Mm-hmm. Within an hour, pretty much, the whole town was gone. Wow. And there were no sirens, no nothing, no no yes. emergency notice on your phone. The way you get it, if you might have a flood warning because it's raining a little bit. Yeah. Oh, if a kid get. gets lost in Fred Myers, I get three text messages in five minutes. But yeah. You didn't get one about the entire town burning down. That's nothing. And I mean, you hear about people who like literally had to jump into the water. Yeah. And some of them died because it's still found on the opposite island. Yeah. Um, Well, that's I'm I'm hearing a few things about that. I was like, oh, that didn't really happen. So there's so much. That's a lot of the fake news going on too. So guys, we're not a news outlet. We're 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 trying to share with you the human experience, not not factual. And it's not that that's not impossible because we are so close to the other islands as well, right? So we we don't even know because we haven't even found everybody yet. I I did want to circle back. We we you briefly touched on it as far as the, the tourism. So obviously a big part of the economy. If you were the one in control like what would you advise would you advise that people continue like going to Maui or like yes. okay right so now it, I would right say yes but okay. what we're what we're saying is that be respectful yeah that's you I think know, that's the concern is like oh I'm right. gonna go down there and be in the middle of a disaster we don't want blockers coming in and like oh what happened to the fire like please right. leave that area alone mm-hmm. you know first of all it's toxic mm-hmm. you know there's so much that you shouldn't be breathing in when you go to there. And that's why it's still close to the public. I right. mean, there are some people who live further along the, in the up, up, upper area of the mountain, and that's where we're delivering food to. Mm-hmm. Um, and they don't want to leave their homes because they weren't burnt down. And, you know, people are stubborn, and that's fine. Right. You know, but we don't need any more people going there. Yeah. The rest of the island is still beautiful. If you've been to Maui, yeah. Wailea, this key area, beautiful beaches. In fact, my preference to go there when I go to beaches, to the beaches. You go to country Maui, it's gorgeous. You know, it's just, I personally don't even go to the west side as often because mm-hmm. most of what I need is within the central or south, or I go up country a lot. Yeah. Um, so we want visitors to come mostly to support right mm-hmm. it's you're still gonna have a beautiful experience if you stay in the s- southern part or go uh, play some golf in the south corner there yes go you know if that's Grand what you, Waikea, but, all that stuff. but right. we do want people who who care you know i mean yeah. it's so hard to say hey spend your money but care about us but it's, it's th- a dynamic it, it, that's for sure it's, but it's I, like tread lightly but come have fun but don't have yeah. <laughs> don't be. Don't get drunk and be rowdy and, exactly. and reckless. Don't but come and support us with your your tourist dollars. But that is something that we've asked for forever. Sure. Mm-hmm. You know, Cultural even sensitivity. Yeah, uh, we are trying to probably move towards the ecotourism style of pr- promoting the island. Um, you know, I know that we have all these beautiful, huge resorts, but we also feel that, and that's again back to the opportunity of rebuilding. Mm-hmm. The truth is most people want to go to a very unique place that's still true to its heritage, its culture, you know, and what it should have been. Mm-hmm. Why don't we recreate Lahaina the way it could have been if oh, we I didn't love build? It if you guys do what they do in like, and in Mexico has a couple of these places, but where you, instead of bringing these new concrete resorts, yeah. you bring it back to what it once was. Yes. Now, it's modern day technology, yes. but it, it, it recreates the past yes. in a more modern sense, if you will. Yeah, and mm-hmm. we can honor... And make it eco-friendly, sustainable, the, yes. and not these smart cities where everything's with a computer. Yeah, they have yeah. a lot of technology. Yeah, <laughs> like, like technology Skynet is going to come for us. We don't need Skynet. We don't need <laughs> AI running China, <laughs> right? right? No, no, no. It's it's so, a, I think we need to figure out and perfect, and I think this is this is where, you know, the opportunity might lie, is, is a balance between nature mm-hmm. and civilization, right? Yeah. Like, that's where, where I would have liked to see how to go back to yeah. and not go forward to the future where the entire 
entire thing, Skynet. Well, yeah. that's yeah. the the double edged sword of tourism anywhere. Um, anywhere. Is anywhere. that you have? It's like you want to share this beautiful thing with people, and again, the, the money, of course, is good, and you need money for an, a working economy. Um, but also, the more people you bring into something, the more influ- outside influence you're getting. So it's you have to be very um, hard, not harsh, but protective of what you're building. You know, so it doesn't become you know. Have you been to Vietnam? No. So it's what's interesting about Vietnam, and I, I don't know Vietnam very well, but I remember going there, and I was just so impressed by how the government basically had a cap on certain neighborhoods, certain areas. You cannot build higher than mm-hmm. you know two mm-hmm. floor buildings, Zoe, certain zoning, mm-hmm. and they live up to it. So it's so busy there, mm-hmm. but the uh, I'm going to say the old quarter, mm-hmm. the French Quarter, I think, what was called. It's you talking about Saipan. No, 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 in uh, Vietnam, in Hanoi. Hanoi. Um, they don't allow vehicles because they're not willing to expand the roads, mm-hmm. right? Because yeah. it's a bicycle city, basically, and walking city, right? That's so dope, if you want to go to the area, you're just still going to walk there, mm-hmm. you know? Another and the buildings example. look like the, yeah. the way they did. And another great example of that is uh, Singapore. Mm-hmm. I oh, love yeah. Singapore. I mm-hmm. mean, it is uh, so. Uh, it is. It's the size of New York City, so Manhattan, right? It's very modern, and it's very modern. It is the financial center of Southeast Asia, mm-hmm. but it also is the greenest city greenest. in the entire world. They have the botanical gardens there that are self-sufficient. So the yeah. rain that comes in through the monsoon seasons, literally, they're, they're they have these big troughs that collect all the rain, yes. and that rain is recycled to water everything. Yeah. Catch the humidity because they have amazing. humidity pulling sensors mm. that reap. It's just an ongoing self cycle. But that's the, the thing. buildings it's have green all over them. I mean, there's skyscrapers at the side of them are covered in trees. Yeah, it's amazing, and so it's a good balance between that modern lifestyle mm. and that that ancient primal what humans came from. Yeah. So what? Um, how can how can people help? <laughs> let's let's take a, let's take yeah. a turn of that a good good yeah. transition. Yeah. So how do you two get involved in this? <laughs> how are you guys helping? And, and what what can we do? Like I said, we're we're recording this today, guys. It's going to go live. When you hear this, it's going to be about two to three hours from when we actually recorded it. So what you're hearing right now, I want you guys to put in action tonight yeah. where the event is. And let's talk about the event. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, tonight we are hosting a dinner. And it's a private dinner. Obviously, you've got three master chefs cooking for you. How cool is that? Awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, and what is special about this dinner is, and I get kind of emotional about it, is I, I put it out to my favorite small businesses. I could go to the big businesses. I could go to the big corporations here in Alaska and ask for funds, but I didn't. We went to the small ones. And this meal is almost completely funded by my favorite small businesses. And this is not a cheap meal. Um, and then people are paying for the tickets, and all of those proceeds will go towards um, Madam Donut, what they're doing in Maui, the chefs, um, specific families mm-hmm. in Lahaina that lost their homes. Um, and we'll also have note cards there. People can come write a message um, to a family in Lahaina, and Madam Donut will make sure that mm-hmm. that gets into the right hands. Mm-hmm. Um, so just sharing that Golden Heart City love with our friends in, in Maui. And, you know, Maui is is very significant to so many people in Fairbanks. And it's just, this is tonight is an amazing opportunity to just full circle that and, and just give back. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, obviously the private dinner, it sold out in under three hours, which was amazing. Um, but you can also, there's a public watch party happening at the same time. We'll have QR codes up around the room. People can come and donate. Um, and all of those funds will go with Madam Donut back to Maui. Um, Did you say where the watch party was? It's so, at Venue, venue downtown. Okay. They're donating their space, um, their kitchen. Um, one way that we could get a little bit of help, we did go a little bit over budget when put purchasing some of the food. So if there is another business hearing that that would like to donate, um, we could use a little bit more to help with that. And that way it's completely covered. And then everything that is made tonight can go back to Maui with Madam Donut. And we've got James here. James yes. is an excellent chef, and he's just going to be in the kitchen with I'm us tonight. I'm being in the kitchen just throwing down. Yeah, you feel me? Us <laughs> out. I'm going to do what I do, you know? And yes. y'all seen Mad Chef, you know, I got you. You feel me? <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I, don't, I don't disappoint, you know? Nope. So, yeah. <laughs> you said earlier you make mushroom jerky? Yeah, I make mushroom jerky. Tell me about that. Uh, that just sounds awesome. So, I uh, pretty much met this guy. Uh, his name is Michael Penn. He was on Shark Tank. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was like, you know, he just, you know, making mushroom jerky and stuff. And I, you know, I'm looking, I'm picking up these mushrooms and I'm, and I see this, I see this guy and I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, oh, you know, I'm just for my mushroom. I was like, okay. 
I was like, let me try something. You know, I thought they were psychic first, like, you know, just make you crazy, you know? I'll take two. Yeah, you know, I eat, you know, I eat like two, you know, I eat like five packs of these things. I ain't feeling it, so I'm thinking I'm immune to this thing. So I'm like, yeah, you know, I, I can eat all mushrooms. I don't see why people tripping, you know? Turns out it was mushroom jerky, you know what I mean? So I got in there with him, and uh, he was on Shark Tank. So I decided, you know, I uh, was working with him. And then, you know, help them do his mushrooms and, you know, help him with, like, the recipes and the seasoning and stuff like that. So, yeah, it, was, it was actually pretty nice, you know. Real cool. What kind yeah. of mushrooms do you use? So, uh, Lang's uh, Main Chaga. So, we got a big mushroom following up here. There's you know, I did. Places. I seen that. That was that was nice. I just I went s- for a walk this morning. And you saw a bunch of them, right? Yeah. Come I actually backyard. brought we'll, some. We'll get that budget under control. Yeah. Right? They, we'll they, 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 yeah, yeah no, y'all grow shrimp mushrooms up here, shiitake mushrooms. Mm-hmm. I seen them. I was like, yeah. Those we are. Uh, introduced him to, is it Boreal Woods, the mushroom guy mm-hmm. here in town? They yep. got to meet yesterday. So, that was that was pretty exciting. Chaga King. Yeah. I gave him a little pointer. So, hopefully, next year he has. The, hopefully next year he comes out with some nice mushroom jerky, you know, with the oysters. So I want to yes. want to see that. But yeah, we use shiitake, shiitake mushrooms. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it's nice because it's more. It's like it's meaty and it can be you know yeah. stringy too. So. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and it holds. It holds. And you got to give him uh, meet uh, Randy as well over Hungry Robot yes, because yep. he does the portobello pizzas now. He, portobello he, oh. he pizzas. is supposed to try one of those today. If we can make it all fit, he's supposed to try <laughs> okay. one. Yeah. Um, yes, Randy. Randy wants to know what he thinks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I gotta have one of those. It's a portobello pizza, so just like a. The, the top yeah. and then okay and then he scoops out the inside mm-hmm. chops that all up puts the ingredients together makes sauce out of it it's actually Ooh, it's a great okay. like paleo substitute so instead of going low carb just go all natural right? facts yeah yeah, yeah. 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 that's what I'm talking about and Madam Donut like we'll just throw some shade real quick we had a great donut shop here in town called Jason's Donut right across and like oh, we did they, they, uh, it hurts our heart they're in Anchorage now we wish them the best but yes. um, they're no Screw longer oh, here no. <laughs> I miss them I mean yeah. I, I'm happy to see any kind of donut really just everywhere I go but yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm always out for like, hmm, what's everybody mm-hmm. else doing when I do go travel? <laughs> my favorite one that they had was a pistachio cream one. Oh my mm. goodness, Ooh, that, that was good. That sounds good. That was some coffee. Mm. Just hit the God, now the what? <laughs> Why do I mention that now? <laughs> so can you guys, I don't know how much, can you guys talk about your experience on yeah. the show? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would be very curious to know like uh so the, like sh- how the show's still airing guys uh, you know yeah. you gotta tell you there's no spoiler alerts here there there are certain things we can't talk about but <laughs> how was it being on tv how different is television from real life what's the experience how would you walk away from what lessons did you learn um and what are some of your fondest memories or funnest moments well, I think one of the, the most impactful things for me was knowing that I now have 80 friends all across the United States. The friends we made along the way. I mean, it's incredible. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm, 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 I have trips planned to see so many of them, and so does Madam Donut, so mm-hmm. does James. The collaborations that we have going on, and something cool that the producers said, that in 13 seasons they had never seen a cast that cared for each other, showed the kindness and respect the way that we did. Um, it's usually a competition. Yeah. Yeah. Professional chefs yeah. that are established trying to prove that they're the best. But this is kind of like a throwback season where it's like we're going to take the best from every area. You don't have to be a restaurant-owning Michelin mm-hmm. star. Right, you, know, right, you, right. Just, you need to be have a little clout in your in your, exactly. your neck of the woods, right? <laughs> yeah. 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 And so I love it. Uh, it's what made this season, I, honestly, more entertaining than past seasons, too, is yeah. like you do see a little bit more personality, a little bit more you know behind the scenes of like what you yeah. guys are actually like. Yeah. And it's great watching you, of course, because we know you and it's the whole team, right? Yeah, let's be throwing down. Be throwing down. I don't know y'all saying at the beginning, I was like, yeah, we got we got MD, you know, so from Hawaii, you know what I mean? Bringing the Hawaii flavors, you know what I mean? So it was nice. It's our region was just, it's crazy. Yeah, I mean, you guys are packed yeah. with some heavy hitters. Yeah. 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 You know, and, you know, and, you know, Matt Chef, you know, y'all can release this unedited, the Senator Cut, you know. Uh, <laughs> Gordon did say the top dishes have been coming from the West. Oh yeah, he did. He, he did, did say that. Yeah. Okay, let's just let's just put that out there. So people were like, if it was the regions, you know, West would have been nah. West would have been up top three all the time. You feel me? <laughs> what was it like? Uh, I, I love Gordon. Yeah. So what, what was my favorite like? chef, especially TV personality wise. I, I, like I would really like for him. people whose style of food I like better, but Gordon is. If you could just trash my dish any. Like, oh yeah. yeah, any day. Yeah, Gordon, come it's like, come it's like it's hard to like insult. Yeah, I love it. Really? That is raw. I didn't cook it all the way. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
one of the people behind the scenes at the show told me, they said, Lizzie, even your worst day on MasterChef is still the best day of your life. And I could mm. not agree with that statement anymore. I mean, it was incredible. Um, even the times that they are critiquing you, mm-hmm. you know, you're still getting to experience this moment. Mm-hmm. Um, and for me, like, I just, I loved every little piece of that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, anytime Gordon got to tell me, hey, Lizzie, your dish is terrible, I, you know, I yeah. didn't feel too bad about it. And it's it's funny that you said that because she literally smiled at everything, yeah. Lizzie. <laughs> so at some point, I think they were like critiquing, <laughs> yeah. critiquing you and Joe was like, why are you smiling? <laughs> I'm still waiting to meet her husband. Just to see, like, behind the scenes of, like, oh my what God. are some of these domestic yeah. disputes that we're dealing with? Pick up your them. socks because yeah. I can't imagine here. Lizzie being angry. <laughs> right. That's yeah. what I was or, just like, saying on yeah. the way here. Does Lizzie get mad? Oh, Lizzie does get mad. <laughs> With a smile on the face. With day. a smile. I do it in the nicest way possible. <laughs> yeah. it's so I will funny. hug you and love you while I'm very yes. angry with you. I'm mad at you, but I love you, okay? So what was the stress levels like on there? Were you guys all like, hey, it is what it is, things are cool, or is it like, oh my God, like to the Summer max. camp, we're just trying to have fun I here, or is it like, we I don't felt know. We had like that more chill vibe. Obviously, mm-hmm. we had some stressful moments, yeah. but as a team, our level of chill was very like yeah i don't think and i think the nature of television this is kind of behind the scenes and it's not coming from them it's coming from me uh like tv is slow yes tv is oh, very hurry, slow hurry, so hurry, we're hurry, watching yeah. we're watching a one-hour <laughs> yeah. tv show yeah and we're like oh my god it must be so stressful oh, no. and it is I mean, there's a competition well, it's stressful yeah. but that episode took all day to record. Yes. Yes. That is not all a two-hour show. Like that is, you guys yeah. get there at six o'clock in the morning. It's a know, lot more reading exactly. than actually running around. Exactly. Yeah. And, yeah. and guys, that transfers to real estate TV shows. That that transfers to uh, your uh, reality TV shows where, you're, where where the girls on the dating shows are like, well, we barely spent any time together. I'm like, what? Well, you guys have been there for a week. Yeah. Well, you're sitting there. You're in the same you get an hour room. a day with them. You know, it's really yes. very little time because a lot of it's you know filming B-roll, filming you know audio, room. Tone. I didn't even know what that was until a few weeks ago. Like so filming just your applause, exactly. just the applause, like three times, one more time. This so is this level. So that much. I mean, it's that goes into a TV show, and so like it's really cool. And now the beauty shots, the beauty, the beauty shots, shots. Oh my beauty shots. Long yeah. Time. Yeah. And when we say beauty, we're talking about ourselves. We're Bad. talking about the, the food. food. Yeah. yeah. And how many the pictures? The star of the show. You guys are really. Yeah, just we were just there. We were We're just there too. I would. I think my biggest concern if I was ever going on a TV show, I've not been invited. But if that was that, I have very little skills. Um, so I don't know what I go for is that in the stress of it there's always that person that kind of freaks out on somebody and like yeah. loses it I was like yeah. I've been known to do that a little bit that means you do well in the show yeah yeah, 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 yeah that. they will want that I know the problem is you got to I gotta live with numerous that. times over to get the different angles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, could you hey, hear that again? Good job yeah I gotta get it um Never mind. And, I'm gonna take uh, that back. Break from <laughs> hey, everybody! Real quick, we do have our first sponsor. So Fairbanks Home, it's in the Google Play Store and the uh, Apple Play Store. So go ahead and download that app if you are in Fairbanks, Southern North Pole, looking for any kind of real estate. It's a customized app for only our area. They're our number one sponsor. In fact, they're our only sponsor right now. So shout out to Fairbanks Homes. We're looking for Master Chef though. So put in the word. Uh, so I didn't know y'all had a North Pole up here. Yeah. 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 I was like, where you Santa Claus Santa lives there. Yeah, I mean, man. Yeah. It's like I need the to, real deal. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Sure, I need All to the go reindeers to no there. You got a barn. Yes. That I just don't want to see no polar bears. No polar bears. A little further south. You know, okay, you're cool. too far south for that. Let's go <laughs> okay. about seven hours north, and you'll start you'll start bumping into a couple of yeah. You don't have time. You're going to have time. For those of you that know, don't see this right now. James is one mountain of a man right now. He's got big feet. Yes. Yes. Oh, to a polar bear. Yeah, if y'all see the, uh, what is it? What y'all have up the Yetis? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, I'm yeah, just, foot, so yeah, I'm y'all see that, yeah, y'all see that, that's probably my feet right there. That's what I'm saying. In the snow. Run through the woods yeah, again. yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you can find me. That's just James. Yeah, yeah. That's that's me. Hey, who's like season starts on Friday, James so. feet. Facts. <laughs> no, everybody's looking at me. Guys, 
business plan right there, feetfinder.com. Yeah, <laughs> feetfinder. Okay. Hey, James, on up. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I get them taken care of. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's, funny when, it's funny when you go to the shop. I have a, a few videos up, and, you know, they just rubbing my feet. I'm like, yeah, there's a lot of feet there. Yeah, you know. <laughs> A shout out to our media girl, Ariel, is here with us. I mean, Ariel, you can go ahead and take care of this for James. Yeah, you know. Uh, hey, you got me? Okay, nice. cool. Hey, don't be too excited. Get a contract. Get some of your money. Knock that up early on. When his feet blow up, you got to be a part of it. They've already blown up. Thank you, man. You feel me? So, how did you guys get picked for this, or did you like do an application? Best question. Oh, good. Um, I think for a lot of us, it, it all was kind of a, it all looked a little different. Um, they reached out to me in October, um, and I was kind of living my best life, like literally in Fairbanks, doing everything I ever dreamed of. Yep. And then you wake up to I that message. I wish you message. could see the shakes um. that was even in But I think for me, like I had to choose: do I keep doing all these things that I've been that I'm that I'm loving? Or do I go and take this chance on this show that I've been asked to be on? Mm-hmm. Um, and it was hard to have to tell all these opportunities, hey, I gotta, I can't, I gotta mm-hmm. go. Interesting. Um, so that was really difficult for me. And but obviously it worked out really well. And you know, when I came home, got right back into the Fairbanks things, and we're just, I mean, we're thriving right now. Yeah. Literally living my best life in every way possible. Sweet. Um, and I just could not be more excited. Do you, you attribute a, a lot of that to the tired? You had a breath? I yeah. am exhausted. <laughs> I am purely exhausted. Um, but it, I, I happy exhausted. Right. It's like a fulfillment. It's it is. I'm a, just. I'm just it's so not beat down. It's no. Up. It is. I'm just so filled with joy right now of everything happening. Um, and I do think. You know, while I think a lot of this would have happened regardless, the show did kind of help catapult me and give me a little more um, recognition around the state, which that to me is everything. I literally could care less about the national stuff, but mm-hmm. that statewide recognition, like, that makes me want to cry. I mean, I'm trying to think if anybody in Fairbanks is as famous, might be a wrong word, but popular. As popular as you, I mean, <laughs> I think you're Fairbanks famous. I mean, There's yeah. no other F famous right that there. I would rather be. Well, at least you I go by Lizzie. People call me Portland man. Portland, Portland, like, Portland, they like like the Portland man. Yeah. I would like better than Florida yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, that's <laughs> um, But James, you had a different experience with auditioning. Yeah, tell yeah. us your story. What yeah. happened there? So, um, uh, I was looking online, and um, my, I was like, "Oh, Master Chef, they." You know, they looking for people. So I was like, I might as well just apply. So I applied, and I was uh, making mushroom jerky at the time. And so, you know, I was just making funny videos. And kept. I just, I don't know how many videos I sent them. Just making funny videos. Like, oh, yeah, who got Black Yoshi? Y'all need me on the show, you know? And I was just doing, I was just doing random stuff. I did not think yeah. that just said, yeah. I see a Black Yoshi. Yeah, yeah, I had a Black, I was like, yeah, I was like, I was like, Nobody else have a black Yoshi, so you know y'all gotta put me on the show. You know what I mean? You know what black Yoshi? Uh, yeah, uh, Mario's uh, dinosaur dog. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh. yeah. I found it in a pack. It was like a pack. It was like all these other different Yoshi colors, and it was a black one. I said, I ripped it up. I said, Oh, this, this is, is a black new, Yoshi. This is my new yeah, this is my ego. Right and oh, you know like what? And with it, I was taking pictures with it and everything. So, um, but I was uh, taking care of my brother because you know he's handicapped. So. I was taking care of my brother, and uh, I was talking to him. I was like, "Well, they hit me back, and I want to go. I want to go on the show." And he was just like, "He's like, you know what? Uh, I'm gonna hold it down. You, you know, you can go." So I uh, was able to help him get like a nurse and some stuff like that. And you so know, he, he held it down. Yeah, he held it down so I can. Yeah, able to. Yep, so I can able to go. But on my birthday, I got into a car accident. Oh man! So I was just like, I was just like, uh, I was like. I'm, I was like, I'm done. How like, are your feet, though? It, it, the feet was fine. Oh, okay. You feel me? Thank, thank God. Yeah. So I was just like, I'm done. Because, like, if I go. Good boy. If I, <laughs> yeah. I was like, if I go to uh, the hospital or anything, you know, they're going to mess up. You know, they're going to see it and be like, oh, you, we can't take you no more. Mm-hmm. And we're going to cancel your flight. So mm-hmm. I just, I just dug it out. You know, I just stayed in my room. You know, just took some Advil. And none of us knew. Yeah. Yeah. We did not know that James was really struggling with some of that. He yeah, when well. I was in the hotel, I was telling people, I was like, yeah, I just sleep in the tub. They're like, what you do? I'm just sleeping in the tub. That's it. You know, hot oh, water because they got unlimited hot water. So I just slept, ate, go in there, and then I go to the room and, you know, party with them a little bit. But then I just, as soon as I shut that door, mm-hmm. I'm just crawling. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Man. Oh, so I just dug it out. No, I can relate to that, yeah. Jesus, yeah. Yeah, it's I hard cannot. to show 
weakness in my mind. Like that's that's like yeah. something that like I can't do. Like I I'll be here with COVID and a broken back before I complain too much, right? Yeah. Uh, and so that's awesome. So you push yeah. through that. I pushed through it, so that's why I was so emotional. Like, uh, you know, just like I was like I'm I was like I'm doing that. Uh, you know, I hit my brother up a few times, uh, and I was just like, he was like, so how you feeling? I was like. I don't know. I don't know if I can make it to this next uh, next day, but mm. I made it. You know, so, so your brother was, just, was there yeah. as your support. Yeah, 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 yeah you definitely. You taking care of your brother, and your brother pushed you. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome, and that's that's mm. a hard. That's yeah, a, that's a story right there. Yeah. All right, MD. As I, I, I just I, they actually reached out to me two years for two years. I kept saying no because I don't watch TV. Yeah. And I I'm kind of. You're like such a good fit. I could see why. Like you got a cool look. <laughs> yeah, definitely. like in Maui. Like yeah, it's so. But you were meant to be on season thirteen with us. I was meant to be on season thirteen <laughs> like because I kept TV. saying no because I'm like I don't like to represent TV so much in my. Mm-hmm. I have this struggle with it. I mm-hmm. like what you said. Like you were meant to be on it. People have told me that for years, all my life, pretty much. You should be on a TV show, and I, I, it didn't make sense to me. But when I do see myself, I get it. Yeah. I get it. And so about two years, like two or three years ago during the pandemic, I was kind of having one of those issues with myself, like, you know, trying to figure out what am I supposed to be doing. And um, I, I'm kind of like a Lizzie version yeah. in, I can, in Maui. I, can I'm, I can't go anywhere without being recognized. And I'm Sweet. popular there, right? So I felt like... What does this mean, you know? But during the pandemic, I started doing more outreach work and just shifted my work to community work. Mm -hmm. And people were supporting me because they knew me through the donuts. And so when, um, I think the second or third time I was talking to MasterChef, I was like, you know what? I wanted to use (laughs) MasterChef as the platform to keep talking about what I talk about, yeah. which is yep. like supporting your community, um, sourcing your food mm-hmm. from lo- you know, local farms and this and yeah. that. I mean, unfortunately, most of that, and I didn't think about this, is that some of that could be edited, and right. so it didn't really make it on the show, like a lot of the stuff that I talked about. But now you have that trajectory that you can power yes. that now. You got that rocket fuel behind you. Yes, and I'm, I'm even more impassioned. I'm even more like excited that I think that I can actually do what I was Well, then you saying. have the, like you're saying, the, the people that you are meeting is probably more oh, of a casual, God. yeah. I, you know, Lizzie, with her beautiful smile, and always like every day she's just excited. I had sort of kind of an opposite experience where I was very depressed. On the show? On the show. Okay. I was the most depressed I had been in a long time, mm. where I had, I don't do very well locked up in a room mm-hmm. and not being able to go out, run not around. Not touch grass for not two touch months. touch grass. Like, I oh, need really? to outside. Well, yeah. We, we, uh, this we is were, like Survivor, man. They, they, they put you in a pod nicely because you, know, you yeah. can't leak the information. Like, yeah, uh, yeah. You, yeah. Know, yes. you got to It's very strict. Air. Like, I had to go to a post office and somebody's following me. You know what I mean? Like, watching me while I, I mail. Oh, you know these guys are watching on social media like hawks, oh, too. Oh, yeah. They probably have RSS feeds or as soon as you Yeah, I'm sure. Like, oh, I didn't I realize. I thought you guys maybe did it in like chunks. So you did no. the whole no, thing whole in two thing. months yes. and you're like basically in the We lived the set on that one floor. We couldn't leave the floor. Because we COVID had, had also like mm. made like com- made a real big comeback and several of the, like the, the COVID comeback. had been a huge so yeah. deal. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. we were, we were locked down and Crazy. Yeah. obviously they were taking a good, they were, they were doing their best, but like. You're like cracking the windows. I just don't do very well with that. And I did not know that. I didn't know that until I got there. It almost probably felt like another 2020, like a little quarantine. It was, yeah. Yeah. And we had to quarantine the first two days, right? And I'm just, Mm -hmm. right away, so it was like, somebody knocks on the door and you open it and you have a bag of to go mm-hmm. whatever for food and I'm like I don't do well I'm with a master that. chef yeah. I'm eating this bag lunch <laughs> oh my god that, that was me in for three days though that was my biggest problem was like they forgot about food. you yeah they forgot about me <laughs> <laughs> I was just in a room oh my god yeah I was Yoshi's fine up there has anyone seen James recently yeah I'm just going you know oh I'm sorry so do you guys feel like a bit of like a shared trauma oh yeah I think the scars that bond right yes so it's funny because like I said I had a hard time being there but once I left and I've reconnected like even just the last few weeks like just knowing that these people like you're saying we have at least 80 new friends mm-hmm. yeah. that we wouldn't Crazy. have had. And yeah. when you share that trauma, quote unquote, together, <laughs> I mean, you become 
friends for life. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yes. yes. That's what makes the military friendship so hard is the same thing. So yeah. now this is like this. I never yeah. understood that but until now. But now you do. It's, yes. it's, 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 yeah. it's yeah. Was it's, it sickening to like be kind of depressed and then go over to Lizzie and she's like, another great day in the neighborhood. Drama. Unpack that a little bit. How much did people hate you for just always being oh, no. a good one? No, I don't think I don't think anyone hated no. her for well, we I don't needed, think that's possible. We <laughs> needed her. But come yeah. on, somebody. I needed her. Like I had gone to her room and cried to her. Okay, because oh, yeah. like oh sorry, I'm getting emotional about it. But I we needed that because we only had each other. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's literally. Wild. And that's what I wish they would show. Like the yeah. hardships of being on these shows. Because it just looks like a party. Yeah. yeah. It looks like yeah. you guys are having fun. And, and we're already pretty like, by the time they shoot us. Mm. You yeah. Know? It's like we have makeup artists like touching. Yeah. Except towards the end because they want you to look like you little, went through. A little haggard. little worn out. A little yeah. Worn out. I, mm-hmm. I even said that to one of the makeup artists. Like why didn't you come fix me when my hair is like oh, like, oh we can't. We You have to look like you went through shit. <laughs> Untamed like, now. <laughs> I kept asking uh, MD and Lizzie because I, I wasn't able to wear my glasses for yeah. like, um, I don't know, like what, four episodes or something like that. And I was like, what time? I was like, what's the time? What's the time? And MD was like, like yeah, I don't know. See the yeah. clock. Hey, you know, yeah. that's not a mushroom you're cutting. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a potato. That's a potato you're cutting. Don't serve that to Gordon. <laughs> don't serve that, yeah. So it was, it was actually pretty funny. Then I was able to finally wear my glasses and it was uh, I was able to get my hair done. I was like, thank you. Yeah. I was like, oh, you know, y'all probably don't notice. They was like, oh, are they dressed? Like, no, they braids. <laughs> They're braids. Yeah, yeah, look yeah, pretty <laughs> pretty. <laughs> they look dressed. Like, yeah, like, that's why. It was like, well, we don't want you to look. I'm like, it's the same look. It just, it's just fizzy right now. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm like, y'all cool, but black yeah. Twitter would eat me up. You feel me? That being a guy on Mad Seth right now. Um, and something that you guys will never get to see is the fact that, you know, we would have these long filming days. You get up super early. It's a lot of hurry up and wait. You do the filming. There's trauma. Someone goes home that you just love dearly. Like, there's all of that emotion happening. And you get back to the hotel at, like, late in the evening. You get your door dash. um, And then we would all go and sit in this one hotel room. We would all just go sit in there. And you didn't want to be alone. You didn't want to go call your family. Mm-hmm. Like, you were so in such a bubble that mm-hmm. you just wanted to go sit and be with each other. Um, and, it like, to me, those evenings were just... And it was so special. And, and and we would just sit there and eat our, our nasty DoorDash together. <laughs> and just, you would go over the day. You would just talk to each other. And you'd have family calling you. And while you wanted to be present for your family, it was almost like you couldn't. Mm-hmm. Um, you were in such a bubble that you only wanted mm-hmm. to be with your people. And it was like they were your lifeline in those moments. Yeah. Um, and so those... Exactly. Yeah, and so normally we would and you be know sitting there. Coming and exactly. Coming you know that like it's it almost like a death thing. is happening. Yeah. To see people leave, uh, it's real. Like yeah. somebody goes home and you're just like, no, wait. Like That's another yeah, thing on TV that like always blew my mind. Like, mm-hmm. you know, dating shows is the only thing I can think of right now. But yeah. somebody leaves on a dating show and all the contestants that are competing against the other girl for The Bachelor are crying that they're friends. I'm like, yeah. hold on. That's a competition. Pick them out the door. Get the broom. Like, don't let the door hit your ass. But it makes sense, though, because you've gone through yeah. so much. And it's yes. not just the show. It's not yeah. just the competition. It's the lonely nights. Exactly. It's the car accidents, yeah. the recovery. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's all those secret stories you don't hear about. It's the, I remember one contestant, and he's already gone, so like we can talk about it on the show. But at Charles, when he left, I did not get to say goodbye to him. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he. I just woke up to a note that had been slid under my door, and it was just this note about, like, Lizzie, thank you for making me feel seen. Thank you for making me feel safe. Mm -hmm. Um, Goodbye. Like, anytime you need anything, let me know. But, like, just that level of just love. And I I taped that note to my mirror, and Mm -hmm. I looked at it every day to, like, give me that, like, motivation to, like, you know, keep trying. Like, I had, you know, keep going for him. Um, But just stuff like that. It was just... The show that was happening behind the show was yeah. so beautiful. Mm-hmm. I can um, imagine there was times, maybe not, like for me, where you would get maybe pretty demotivated or dejected. Like, yeah. was there like times where you're like, uh, screw it. Like, I just yes. almost want to yeah. get voted I go home and see my kids. Yeah. 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 No, they would be was... like, I'm just going to go in and make risotto today so they'll kick me off. You know? Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah it was like, like yeah, it was sometimes. just like, forget <laughs> it. Like, why am I even here? Like, let's just, <laughs> let's just go. <laughs> 
anytime someone made risotto on the show, you just you knew you were, you were either going home or you were going to be in the bottom. Oh, they weren't going like, to. This is like ringing the bell. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah. The yes. yep, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah, huh? That's crazy. I have to make some risotto. Yeah. What <laughs> a taco. That, that, that was the word risotto or a taco. Yeah, because I wanted to make risotto. I was like, yeah, I'm just going to make risotto. Forget so, it. We're like, no, James, don't make yeah, risotto. Yeah, yeah. Like, I think we're talking. Yeah, we're yeah, talking. Yeah, like, 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 I was mad at him. I was, I was really, I was really about to go. I was like, all right. I was like, I'm gonna do it. I, I, I'm gonna do it. <laughs> See, I'm gonna, every, every, me and Jewel are gonna be watching cooking shows, and I'm gonna be like, uh, I think the risotto guy's gonna go home. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, yeah. 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 You know, mm-hmm. you yeah, know. Like yeah. This is like another reason you wouldn't want Nick on a like a suicide hotline either, because you're like, yeah, go ahead, make. You, you've been talking about making risotto. Make the risotto. Yeah, fine. See if I care. <laughs> True story. We had an old guy in the army was very depressed, had a lot of issues, uh, and I'm out of the army now, so you can't give me anything other than what I have, which is honorable discharge. Uh, one my soldiers came to me and his friend just committed suicide and so the first place his mind went was uh i should commit suicide mm. and he came to my office ball and my first sergeant you know you guys all know crystal her husband yeah. my first sergeant came to the office and he sat you know against the back wall soldier was in front of him in front of my desk and he's explaining stuff to me and uh but he was angry about it and mm. uh and uh i may have put hands on him Slapped yeah. him across the face, and I was like, "Stop! Like, you need to shake this mindset." Yeah. Um, and that guy still reaches out to me and thanks me every day wow. uh, because I reminded him it's not about what you lost; it's about what your family's going to lose. Mm-hmm. And so, pulling it back to the show, like you guys went through this trauma like together. Like, there were people on the show that probably took it a little bit more serious than what it really is—the TV show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Right. It's a life-changing event, but it's also a traumatizing event. It's yeah. also an uplifting event, and yeah. Yeah, all of those emotions are what make the yeah. human experience. And so what I love about this is we have three people that are from totally different parts of the country mm-hmm. three totally different personalities looks mm-hmm. but you get to show the rest of the world that people like us exist in these small towns and yeah. inner mm-hmm. cities and, and and isolated islands like we have a common thread we're all people mm-hmm. and we all yes. matter and we all we all have some sort of passion that you we just want to share with the rest of the world so Again, thanks for coming on the show today. Yeah, like you. I know yes. what you're doing for Fairbanks in Alaska, mm-hmm. everything you're doing for Maui, and really, the, you're the reason we're here. I mean, yeah, Lizzie may have Max. introduced us to each other, but we're here to support you and your thank cause you and so your much. people yes. tonight. And, and James, you're just a great add-on. You know, thank Black you. Yoshi hashtag. You feel me? Hashtag Black Yoshi, y'all. So real quick, as we wrap this up here, uh, and thanks everybody for tuning in for the last hour here. But where can we find you guys? Uh, I want to give each one of you two or three minutes of your own time, and <clears> where can people find you? Where can we follow you? How can we support you? And and, and and please, let's talk about tonight again. Like, What can people do that made it this far to help donate to you guys? I want to get all the links and put it in the description for you guys as well. All right. Um, so I know a lot of people have been trying to find me. Uh, my name ain't James Barfield on social media. So if y'all do find that, that's not me. It's uh, actually PTG J Love. And that's on uh, YouTube, Facebook, IG, uh, Twitter, whatever. You name it. You know. Yeah. Sweet. And I'm the Madam Donut, and that's just a Madam Donut. Oh, you're the Madam Donut. You're talking to the Alaska Donut. I love that. T H E M A D A M E D O N U T. Um, on Instagram, I think I have a Facebook, but I am actually hardly ever on it. So I'm most active on Instagram. And if you guys want to donate, this is one of the things I always tell people: is that if you can direct donate directly to people that is the best because we have of course a lot of bigger organizations helping but it takes so long before it reaches the people who need them and the people need them right now and I think it would be really nice if they have the power to figure out what they need this very moment like we're feeding them but they have other needs we can't even talk about right hyper local guys you you can Mm -hmm. donate to the American Cross and some of that money will make it to you but most of it will not so if you really want to donate the most bang for your buck go straight to the source give it to the people Mm -hmm. the individuals or the community organizations yes not the not the government federal or uh, statewide so if you go on Instagram uh, a few Kanaka um, organizations have put uh, Lahaina underscore ohana underscore venmo so people have posted and they're verified people who live there who really lost their homes and you can even pick and choose or or a few people even if it's just twenty dollars per family at least you know that the twenty dollars went directly to them okay so that is one of the organizations or at least a page that 
directs you to the people themselves. And we'll get that. We have that in the description. Yes. We're going to get all this afterwards, write it all <laughs> yeah. down, and we're going to post it in the description. So please, if you made it the 58 minutes to the show, go to the bottom, check out one of these links. Every dollar counts. Like mm-hmm. this, like the whole point of today and the reason why we didn't post a podcast episode yesterday was we want all the attention to go towards this. Thank you so much. And then Lizzie, I'll let you yeah. kind of wrap this up for us. Yeah, uh, you can find me at Alaska Lizzie on all social media platforms as well as alaskalizzie.com. Um, if there if there's a small business out there that would like to donate a little bit of funds to help finish covering the food cost for tonight, that would be incredible. Um, also, we will be all the funds from tonight. We will be going on to the Lahaina um, Venmo page, and we're going to be picking which families we want to donate to. Um, so that's going to be super fun for us yes. to do together tonight after the event. Yes. Um, but please come to the event tonight there is a public watch party happening at venue we will have tv screens in every single room there are drinks there for purchase at venue watch the show with us it's a back-to-back episode mm-hmm. um so just come spend time with us say hello to madam Dona and james and just thank you fairbanks for just showing up in incredible ways these last 24 hours mm-hmm. and so at the venue tonight what are the times like when are people going to start yes. showing up when's the show when's the event what's yep. going on people will start showing up for the show which starts at six o'clock it will there'll be a public watch party in the front and a private dinner happening in the back and it'll all be happening simultane- simultaneously um, and then and then um, at seven o'clock we'll take a break and uh, we'll Madam Donut will be speaking and addressing the crowd as will I and a few others and then around 715 we'll start the second episode um, and we'll probably be there until about 830 so anytime you want to stop by even just to say hi grab a quick photo there'll be all kinds of photographers there tonight um, so just come it's, it's gonna be exciting like the vibe we're feeling the energy right now for this mm-hmm. is just beautiful yeah so come say hi be a part of the vibe I have one last question because I have an ego the size of this room and I have to have that last word. No, but I really wanted to ask it. Um, would, if not, if you would do this again, but if another opportunity to go on another TV show, would you do that in the future? Or is this like a one and done? Was this one and done or is this like passion that lights you would. You said you would. I, I would. On a different one, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Like grudgingly, it sounds like. Yeah. <laughs> if you made me. Yeah. We'll get you on like... Uh, Portland's food truck. There you go. Yeah, there you go. I can't wait, though, to open my food truck. (laughs) Working hard. I am actually writing a show Mm -hmm. currently that I would like to produce Uh, myself and direct myself. And it's actually something that I started a few years ago. That's why I did the show, because I thought, like, this is kind of good schooling for me, if you will, um, to kind of test the waters. But it's about Maui. It's always been about Maui for me. And I really wanted to show how people can be self-sustainable. So I, my original idea was seed to feed, so to show the story of how long it would take from when the farmer you know, plants the seed to when we're cooking them beautifully. Because you know? mm-hmm. people don't know that. Yeah, people don't know how long before you can get a tomato out of the and plant. Certain things you know? like asparagus, you don't harvest it in one year. Exactly, it's, it's, it's a like, multi-year process. And even pineapples, you go there and it's like pineapples. three years before mm-hmm. you actually get that pineapple. Agave is you know? like seven years. When I yes. seen asparagus grow, I didn't know it grew like that. I, I was like, what? The, I was like, what is this? Yeah, and most people are not educated about where their food comes from. Mm-hmm. So from that idea, and then realizing that I am my own personality, then I'm injecting what I do, and also I do have a. a a co-host-ish. It's going to be like a love story slash um, oh. cooking show that, yes, that is all about Maui and it's a scene. Yes. Well, he is his own. There's a movie with Johnny Depp, uh, Chocolate Love. Uh, yes, Chocolate pretty Rob much. But it's, it's kind of like a reality, mm-hmm. but, you know, and we're cooking, we're making beautiful food, but always in the background, like, say, you're cooking chicken. We go to the farm and catch the chicken ourselves. Yeah. But not to highlight it, like, this is how you should. It's not going to be political. So, yeah. I wanted to normalize yeah. what Food should of, look I'm, like. I'm tired of agendas. Just show me your life. I want to yes. see what you yeah. live like. I don't want to know what you're trying to sell me. Right? Exactly. I love veganism, but I'm tired of vegans trying to turn me into a yes. vegan, right? I don't like, want it to be political. and It's not going to be anything like that. I want it to be real, and it shows the beauty of Maui and beauty of humanity. That, and I think... I think one thing about doing this show, one of the things that I don't agree with, and I still talk about it, I'm, I'm very open about it, is that drama and like and and headbutting and not agreeing isn't the only thing people want to see. Yeah, mm. I wish the news networks could pick up on that. You <laughs> yeah. can actually tell us <laughs> good news for once instead yes. of just focusing on the bad news. Yes. Yeah. I want hope. I want, yeah. 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 Want, I want Please, yeah. I want to encourage that. And right? I think food, when you food, should be healing. 
You know, it when is. you eat food, you should be able to like feel it in your soul and just. In many like, levels. Yes, in many levels. Like the food you cooked yesterday. Oh. Yeah. Yes. Alaska to, Lizzie did that thing. Time, for the first time, I actually got to cook for them. We never yeah. got to taste each other's yes. food. It was warm. Oh, my. <laughs> yes. Fresh yes. Yes. We could taste yes. your food. Yeah, yeah. yeah. we could. Oh. really special. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So where did the name come from? And I want to hear from you, your answer. The about. Madame Donut. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I used that name originally because, I, again, my... my internal battle that I didn't want to be popular so I wanted to hide my identity yeah. but it boomeranged and it oh, made yeah. me more famous <laughs> so, um, but actually quite honestly I legally changed my name a little over two years ago because of what the donut meant to me and I'm going to get emotional about it but we're not going to go there people think it's because of the donuts but it's actually my other circle that I I found my purpose with um, through the donut because that's how I became popular but it's really the community mm-hmm. that I care so much about that's why I'm here right. I've been spending most of my time just trying to give back that's that's what matters to me mm-hmm. and that's why it was so important to me that I went as Madame Donut because I wanted it to be a conversation mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so. we feel that like that's that's what I love I mean I met you just an hour ago I'm not gonna tell anybody anything any different I met you an hour ago but I feel your heart I, I see it in you and, and, and you're a bright star. Um, yep, thank you so much. Thanks for letting me in. Thank you. Lizzie, you going to do TV ever again? Um, definitely. Um, <laughs> hit me up, reality TV people. Yeah. I love it. You seem I cut out for it. Yeah. Um, but also, <laughs> along the same lines, is like I'm, I'm looking for a team that will come alongside me here in Fairbanks. I just think there's a whole new conversation is, that needs to happen about traveling around Alaska in a way that just supports the local people, Mm. the smallest people of Fairbanks, the smallest businesses, the organizations, the nonprofits. There needs to be a better way to highlight what is happening in our community. I think we're failing at that, personally speaking. I mean, we have a couple marketing companies, a couple news stations, radio, I think, is the biggest thing we have here. Social media is always taken off, but um, it's really hard to figure out. Even me, who's interested in our community, has a hard time. I find out about things like the night that they're happening or the day that something's going on. So, like, I I know we don't have billboards here, but something that is just going to break through to people on a daily basis that we can get positive yeah. information out. I think it's a little uh, additive thing of a bunch of little things. Like even yeah. this podcast, um, which we, we've been doing it for about a year now. About a year. Yeah. And uh, when we first started, it was very oh, much real estate focused. 49th episode, I think. Is this the 49th episode? Uh, don't quote me. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> man that, was that would mean a lot to me. It would be good, too. Yeah, that's Maui. true. That's yeah, true. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, but it's it's things like it's really grown to be a lot more, even if, like, let's say we recorded these podcasts and we never released them, like, mm-hmm. the people that we've got to, like, yeah. talk with, like, mm-hmm. just the conversations. I got to, like, meet some friends. So I love yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Meeting Lizzie, like, all these things and people that we wouldn't have met unless we had this dangling fish of, like, hey, you might get famous. No, I'm joking. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it's little things like that in a small community I've always lived in small communities I lived in some bigger ones but I, I don't think we should downput like hey we're not doing a, a great job of this or that it's like we're working towards it yeah. and when you have less people there's always like things that get missed like yeah. the fairs here are going to be smaller than fairs elsewhere you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. um, but realizing that like Fairbanks and I think what Lizzie was saying I don't know I'm going to add to is Fairbanks is like one of the dopest places in the world mm. and I think there's so many people who don't know that. And exactly. It's, yeah, it's really like the more yeah. I live here and I've moved away and come back and had different perspectives, it's like, God, this is like a super special place. I got married in Maui, or I didn't have, I got my honeymoon in Maui and it felt oh, very similar. Yes, so like it's like yes. a special place for me there, but in a different way. So um, having these smallish, smaller communities where, I don't know, you can really highlight like, hey, this is, I don't know. This is cool. There's a lot of cool things to, yeah, to be had here. So. Exactly. So, and on a light note, um, you know when you talk to your mom on the phone and you say bye and then she starts a whole other topic? Yeah. That's me. Yes. That's Blake. So <laughs> 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 